Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Thank you so, so very much. I've got a very very important show for all of you today. Hi, Benny. Hi, Jamie. How are you both today? Joined by two amazing producers. Howdy, howdy. All Hello. right. Shout out. I got to do a like aloha, mahalo. Uh, thank you for Tokyo Olympic People Committee for moving the surfing event up so that our fantastic Hawaiian woman surfer can finally ride the big waves and read the gold and, and, and win the gold. So that was her making that day, day one, that day, like a new day for her, none of the small waves anymore, making today day one of the rest of your life. This is what I mean by how things shift and change. My special guest today is Joan Marlowe. We're going to talk about day one. Make today day one of the rest of your life. How do we make those adjustments? How do we step into the world? If you know Joan, you listen to her show, fantastic, right? When I think about healing, you can think about it in a lot of ways, but think about it peacefully. That's Joan. That's her purpose. Her passion is to help all of us enhance our health and well-being. So what we're talking about when we say health and then well-being, well-being are all of those things that go on within our lives, joy, happiness, purpose. And a lot of times in wellness, they are left out because well-being has more to do with our mental state and our emotional state. And boy, thank you, Joan, for taking that on. Today, we are going to learn from Joan about how to do this, but more importantly, how to live it. Joan, it's great to have you. Well, I'm thrilled to be here, Dr. Uh, thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm very, very honored. And congratulations to that Hawaiian surfer. And, you know, that's a plus for her, for women, for all of it. And again, she really is stepping into her power and that's important. And, and this is truly the first day of her life. And well, yeah, many, many years of practice, et cetera, to get there. Yeah. yeah. Car- Carissa Moore, just to be clear, Carissa Moore. Uh, and, and, What I love about it is that this is an incident, from what I understand, where they moved the schedule up because they were having these typhoon things going on. And up to that point, she has been riding waves that don't look anything like the waves in Hawaii, right? Hawaii, nothing like it. But when that happened, she had to make that her day one, right? You see what I'm saying? Let's talk about what it is that's been on your radar, what it is you're on the pulse of in talking with people and in folks telling you what is really going on in their psyche now. 
Um, let, let me start out by talking a little bit, something that's been on my radar for a very long time related to the pandemic. When we were in the pandemic, we started hearing about, you know, what are you going to take with you when you get out? What is your quote unquote new normal word we want to look at? We want to look at what your next normal is going to be. And next normal is a phrase that was in every industry under the sun. So they talk about all kinds of things that organizations need to do to be resilient and to grow and go forward. Well, how they define this is, and again, as I speak to people, I'm sure you speak to people as well, when we talk about what our life is now, we refer to life as before COVID or pre-pandemic, or we remember things in 2019, 2020 is a blur. And now as we are looking at this reemergence, and now we are looking at trying to create a life that is going to be different in some way, shape or form. And McKinsey calls it again, the, the pre-COVID. And then they're also looking at what it's going, the post-viral era is what they're calling it. And they are, they are saying, and I fully agree because everything I'm reading, and again, the people that I speak to, because people are, people are my elixir. They are my magic elixir. They keep me going and growing. What they're saying is that I'm trying to hold on to the old and I can't. It keeps slipping away from me. And I am not the same person I was. Yeah, I mean, we're not the same people. And this has affected all of us in so many ways. You know, I was talking this morning. So we need. Um, yep. And what I want to do is I want to take a very, very short break. And when we come back. I want to talk about how this is playing out in all of the headlines, because what you're on to is something very hot, very important. Mm -hmm. We are trying to get back to what people have called our normal, and it isn't the same. And, and we are just not getting it. And, you know, I, I was talking to a friend of mine a few minutes ago, Joan, and we were talking, he wrote a book about, you know, a hundred of the worst ideas in history. And I said to him, when you write your next book, can you please include this one? And here it is. We treated this Olympics for the United States of America like other Olympics. We did not prepare for our athletes who were so close to their family every game. I, in my personal opinion, every athlete at this Olympic needed a coach, someone to work with them, to stay with them on their emotional, on their mental, and on their collective well-being. And we miss the boat. When we come back, how many of us, Joan, are not realizing we need that kind of support now, right? Uh, Joan Marlowe, everybody, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Are you feeling the complexity of life? Do you feel that urge to step into something greater? Tune in to Nailed It Radio. Find your simplicity within your complexity with me, life coach, Carrie Nail. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com to discover what it means to use your full power to be the best version of yourself. Imagine stepping into the energy of saying yes to yourself and knowing you nailed it. For more information about me, visit CarrieNail.com. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Joan Marler joining me here today. Uh, PeacefullyHealing.com. Check it out. Uh, Peacefully Healing. Look, there's a day one program that she has launched. And it's so important to really look at this, Joan. And you and I were talking during the break. One of the things I was saying is, you know, if you are an athlete, you know that whatever you did yesterday cannot count in what you do today. And we're looking at something in the world that we are thinking, and I'm telling you, it's happening in organizations. They're saying, just come back to work. Just come back. Come on. Come back to like what you did. Come back to your desk. Do the nine to five. I own a company and I can't even manage this company this way. I mean, I'm looking at what do people really need to work? How can I take one of my folks and put them on 410? So we're really thinking about this. But I think we're about to miss the boat. Tell us about day one, your, your introspective view of it, and what you're doing to help people, Joe. That's a great question. Again, I mean, this is my bailiwick. And again, it drives me nuts when people think they're going to go back to normal. I did have the opportunity over the past couple of weeks to do my first in-person presentation we're actually allowed to take off our masks and whatever and watching people's faces and what i was talking about is basically this whole day one thing and talking about this re-emergence and the fact that it is not over yet and we've got to be aware we constantly have to observe what's going on with ourselves in doing simple little things for me it's even i mean i i'm by myself i lived in my house with my cat for many 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 months and the first ventures out were a big thing and even now venturing out even spending time away from my home going away for a weekend and seeing what that felt like to jump in and say here we are but it's not the same people are experiencing lots of emotional roller coasters they're exhausted everybody's exhausted there because their adrenals have been on high alert for a year we have been on fight flight freeze for a year we did a free fall starting on whatever that magical day was in march when we were told to literally go to your rooms and think about what you've done. <laughs> That's how I refer to it, sort of like when we were kids, go to your room and think about what you've done. And the actually call it, I mean, it's a phrase that's been coined now that is talking about forced introspection. So in that forced introspection, we had time on our hands. Most of us had time on our hands. Unfortunately, you had the other side where you had moms and dads or single moms and dads who might, might have been welcoming four kids now that had to be schooled at home. Plus, they were trying to handle their jobs. So their force introspection was very, very different. They were, on, they were on a survival trail. So we've got the two sides. So let's talk about us that had our moments of quiet. And I am sure that we went back and reflect is a starting point to moving forward going back and looking at the decisions that you've made the choices that you've made were they good were they bad were they indifferent who knows and again you can't go back however you can then put new thinking in place to say if i had known then what i know now what would i have done 
to sort of prepare yourself. And this is sort of like what I'm doing with this day one program. This day one program is taking the pieces and parts of what we know to be true about ourselves. And what we're doing is we're literally recalibrating it, re-engineering it, reinvent it to decide what doesn't serve our greatest and highest good, we have to let it go. Our belief system that we went into the pandemic with might be very, very different than our belief system coming out. And I will tell you this, and I want you to comment on this. So I'm very excited about the program, the day one program. I am so excited, Joan, that you're doing this. I can't even tell you. I'm just like jumping up and down because even me with all the tools I have, man, I'm telling you, it is an effort to readjust a lifestyle. You know, it's an effort to really look and say, look, how do I do it? And one of the things I love about the program, and please talk about it, is that we have to have a way to take it one step at a time, even though we may be getting everything thrown at us at once. Talk about, you know, the program. I know what inspired you to create it, but also, you know, you're looking at creating a program where you're helping people with new beginnings every day. I think it's fantastic. Tell us about it, but don't forget to tell folks how they can be part of it too. Sure, sure. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. And again, I mean, what you just shared is, is a lot of information. Again, we've got the humanism of being human and we are set in our ways. And again, the pandemic sort of shook us up a little bit and either we got deeper into our ways or we became, I decided that I'm either an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. I wasn't sure which end of the spectrum I was on, but I learned a lot about myself. And I honor those things that I learned. And I, because I am who I am, I've taken the time to look at that. Through the day one program, I want people to go in and explore those things that they saw home in looking at it with a new perspective, putting new, taking up, or maybe I will give them to see me. So again, we pull out all these things that we might not have looked at in the same way because it is, it's all, all of us have a perspective and some of us have had a shift. What I'm seeing out there is I'm seeing people that have, are making choices to leave industries that they've been in their entire lives because either the industry failed them or because they decided that there's something more out there and they need to, quote unquote, start living their life. Yeah. I mean, can we talk about this? I have, for a I have somebody in my life right now that work from home. She doesn't want to go. Home. She doesn't want to go to work. She wants to be able to stay home and work because she's more productive. Yeah. Um, uh, look, how do we navigate these waters? Because what we're talking about is, you know, once upon a time we learned how to navigate the waters of our lives. We really did. We've become quite masterful at it. I speak to a lot of people, and what I know is they are quite, you know. They, they, they have done it. They are really doing it. Um, this day one that you're creating is enabling us to learn a new navigation system, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
it's a means to look at what you honor about yourself because in so many even looking at the impact of social media and how many times you're morphed into something that you're seeing somebody else living in social media social media has been a huge influencer in this process many people uh, many people have left social media because they they've now decided that that's not serving their greatest and highest good they are figuring out who they want to be right now and this day one program allows them to do that in a safe environment the choices are i mean i've got a variety of choices what makes a day one program different it's a variety of choices number one someone can choose to work one-on-one -on -one with me and it's an intensive program so when i'm looking for a commitment of three months and in this 90 day period of time, we are going to create this change for you. So you can choose to work with me one on one. You can also choose to work in a small group and you can create your own small group. The small group could be a mother and a daughter or a mother and two daughters or a family unit, or it could be a business that has a couple of partners or it could be a, a new business that's just starting out and saying, we think we've got the right ideas, but what does this really mean to us? Or you could come to me because I have people that are joining. I could new mastermind kinds of exercises. Not going to be your typical your typical exercises. You might find that, or your typical coaching exercises. You might find that I am making much stronger considerations to have you look outside the box. Once I sense that I can be the wind beneath your wings and help you launch. And again, there is no fear of failure. And even when when I you know listening to your jingle, your promo in the beginning, where it says. What would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail, if you couldn't fail? That's ideal. And that's what I want people to look at. I want people to look at the fact that with everything that happened through our pandemic process, we have been given all these gifts to keep moving forward and to keep doing things differently. We are giving another chance. However, we also have to honor things like our resilience, our ability to move it on a dime. I mean, we have to be able to be agile. We can't be in this solo way of doing things. We also have to learn how to ask for help. And many of us don't do that well. And that's all going to be part of this program. So it's going to be, as you talk about that health and that well-being, and well-being also encompasses more than just what you do in your job. It also looks at all that wheel of looking at your your family, your spiritual side, your um, financial side, all those pieces of who you are. People looking at their bodies now. I mean, they joke about, you know, holding their extra COVID-19. Well, people are now saying, I need to take care of that. And they're learning from what their mistakes were about making those trips to the refrigerator or the, or the cabinet or whatever. And yet you also had other people that were eating the cleanest and the healthiest they possibly could because there weren't any distractions. And now how do you enter back into a world that has some of these distractions and some of these things that pull you off task? So day one is to help you get comfortable with you. And it's all about the you. You, and again, everywhere you go, you are. And you've got to be happy with the person that you're seeing in the mirror. And we'll do mirror work as well, having those conversations with, with the mirror. And what is that mirror telling back to you? You know, what's going on up here as far as those negative comments and conversations? Wipe them clean and let's start them back off in a positive.
So those are, and then I'm, I also have larger groups. So if, and a large group can be a max of six people. So again, they could be complete strangers that you develop this relationship with and learn how to navigate your way through that because so many, social anxiety is at the highest level it has been in ages because of the fact that we were sent to our rooms and now we're back out there. Now we look and we see some people with masks, some people without masks. Are they vaccinated? Are they not vaccinated? And we also have people that are now saying, I'm only inviting vaccinated people to my house. So we have so yeah. many things yeah. that are coming down the pipe for us. And how are we going to navigate through those pieces and parts? Who do you want to be for yourself? And what, what is that strong belief system? Yeah, I think one of the things that you're really hitting on really is the key to my comment about the Olympics. Here you and I talking about every day, just the fact, right, that we are really trying to navigate just the mask wearing waters. And by the way, you know, those are new guidelines that come out. Can you imagine being a champion and, and being in an environment where you have the pressure of what you're doing. Now, I want to talk about this because we're all champions. You know, if you are the breadwinner or if you're somebody with a career or if you're somebody out there, you know, you are a champion of your life and you don't have to be an Olympian to realize that, man, you're going through some stuff and you just don't have the support you need. Now, that's part of why you're doing it. Because you know what it's like to navigate through change, and so do I. Isn't that why you're putting this Huge. together? Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, one of the mysteries that I always wondered about when you talk about, you know, where this whole inspiration came from, the inspiration came from what happens to us as a new year approaches? January 1 is going to be the next turn of the calendar. What do we do? We start making resolutions. Why do we only make resolutions on January 1 that then fall away by January 9th, January 15th, maybe February 1st? And for years, I have said, make your day one of your new year, whatever day you want it to be, May 13th, July 12th, who cares? Because it's all, so it's all about honoring you. It's not following the tribe. It's not following the gang. It's not, it's navigating and finding your own way of doing it and then being happy with it and not doing this, looking over each shoulder to see who might be following you, who might be judging you, et cetera. We're getting rid of all of that. We're getting rid of all of that. And that's, yeah. that's what day one is, is also hoping to help. What I'm hoping will also help people do is again, feel strong feel resilient, feel powerful in their own personage. And like you yeah. said, we are all champions and yeah. we don't always treat ourselves as champions. Yeah. You know, look, I went through this, I don't know how many months, come on, 18 feels longer, but I made some decisions because I was not able to go out and do the things that I wanted to do. And I made those adjustments. And, you know, even making those adjustments and getting to new knees, you know, I, at, when the healing process starts to slow down and you take a look at yourself, you have to say, well, wait a minute. I mean, I had to draw a line, a line in the sand with my doctors because I was like, 
I don't understand what's going on with my body, but I don't think these medications are working. Are you going to help people make those decisions, Joan? Because that's really to what we need. And thank you for today. Well, thank you. Thank you for this amazing opportunity. And I'm thrilled to be here. And I'm thrilled, um, you know, speaking about this program, because I really do. And again, as the days go on, and I keep meeting and having these conversations that weren't planned conversations, yeah. it could be acquaintances, they could be strangers. And that's where I go, I'm on to something, I'm on to something, this thing is going to work. So uh, yes, I'm going to help now because people have got to believe in themselves and they've lost that peace because pre-pandemic, we were living a certain, we were, we were living life. We weren't thinking about anything. So my goal is to help, and even in my regular coaching programs and everything that I do, my education classes and whatever, it's all about having people um, do observe observations of themselves. Where are they right now? Noticing, and, and I use the acronym STOP all the time, S-T-O-P, which physically actually means stopping, taking a breath to, to gain that, that centering, observe what's happening. Are your hands clenched? Is your neck tight? Is your stomach going, Rawr! what's going on? Observe it, acknowledge it. Don't tell a story about it. Take another breath and just proceed on with your day with that little bit of information. And then what are you going to look at as far as as you go through a day and look at those different observations? What did you learn about the day? Did you learn that someone that you're having conversations yeah. with happens to be an energy vampire and sucking you dry? Is it something that you're eating that you aren't supposed to be eating because your body's going? Eh, 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 eh. Or, or maybe and, it's all going, the above. Got it. Unease, dis-ease. I think it's all the above. Joan, thank you so much for today. Well, thank you. And thank you, Dr. Pat. And thank you so much for this opportunity. You bet. Everyone, please, day one, let's do it. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Patricia McNair, host of Divine Guidance with Patricia. And I'm here to help you live a more authentic, spiritually connected life. Join me every first and third Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Being who you are in everyday life is the key to unlocking soul wisdom within that our whole self already knows. Get ready to embrace your spiritual, mental, and emotional well-being, your whole being. Discover your gifts and strengthen your connection to spirit. We will explore earth guidance, divine truth, and love, past life lessons, and so much more. So listen in to Divine Guidance with Patricia and join in your personal adventure to triggering, opening, validating, and being all that you are. For more information about me, visit divineguidance.earth. Champion your life with me, Leanne Champion. First Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. That new gym membership might help you get fit, but what about emotional fitness? Jump into the rushing waters of personal growth. Don't waste another minute feeling unfulfilled. Visit ChampionYourLife.com and let's do this together. Welcome to the Boss Up Babe radio show, helping babes show up, boss up, and thrive. 
with number one best-selling author, global influencer, and ultimate boss babe, Carissa Adkins. Carissa is a health and wellness expert and CEO of the 365 Daily Hustle. Carissa helps mompreneurs and career-focused women boss up and reclaim their healthiest life. She is a pro at cutting through the BS and creating massive breakthroughs that help women create healthy routines and habits that facilitate personal and professional growth. Are you ready to reclaim your best life, take action, and be a badass boss babe? Let's get to it. What up, what up, everyone? It's your favorite health and fitness coach and the ultimate boss babe, Carissa Atkins, and you are listening to the Boss Up Babe podcast show, where I am all about bringing you guys tangible tips, expert coaching advice on just ways to help you really boss up and thrive in your everyday life. I am so excited to, you know, present to you today's guest of mine. She's not just a guest. She's a good friend, um, the amazing boss babe, Dr. Cindy. She is 51 years old. She's a married mother with two amazing teenagers who are just so sweet. Um, she has spent the majority of her life uncovering the keys to true health so that everybody can operate at their highest potential. After just three decades of practicing medicine, she started building an online coaching program to help women in their second half of their life boss up too. So Cindy has learned to release a lot of amazing things that a lot of women I know experience, um, such as childhood trauma that was possibly holding her back, you know, in her marriage and her life and her confidence levels. Um, and now she has really, you know, carved away to not only take her lessons and her wisdom and her amazing you know, expertise and help women do the same thing. So I have mad, mad, mad love for this woman, um, <laughs> not just because she's a badass doctor and a coach and a mom and she wears several hats just like all of us, but she's also like a personal client of mine. And it has been a pleasure, Cindy, to be able to watch you really boss up, not just your body and your physical self, but your mindset. I feel that you are operating at a true queen level and it just matches your badassery skill set that goes with it. So today I am here with the amazing boss babe, Cindy Starkey. Cindy, welcome to the Boss Up Babe show. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing so good today. It's a beautiful day down here in Atlanta, Georgia, and my babies are finishing high school and college and it's just a really good day. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man, time goes by so fast. I know you know that. Yes. It's crazy. I'm like, this is episode six of the Boss Up Babe show. Um, and I'm like, man, where is the time gone? I'm just flying by. <laughs> so I like to say, right, life's like life just flies by when things are fun and easy and in flow and we can just enjoy life, you know, to the fullest this way. So you listen, we've got 30 minutes or less by now. So I want to make sure we get into the meat and the potatoes because you know I'm all about, you know, quality protein and good carbs. <laughs> um, but I'm really curious, right? I, I really want to know, and I've heard it, and as a client, I know a little bit of it, but you have such an amazing story. Um, but before we talk about your real, your boss up story, your boss babe story, I want to know how you help women. How do you help them go from living life on the sidelines to living a fulfilling, healthy life? 
well, you know, I feel like I did it at a patient's bedside for so many years. You know, I, I decided to become a doctor when I was 21 and I was helping people be the healthiest version of themselves kind of by looking at these metrics that we doctors look at, you know, your blood pressure, your sugar, your BMI, all this stuff. But then as I've gotten older, I just started realizing there's so many more things I can help women with. And so we'll get into my story a little bit more as, as the half hour goes on. But once I kind of completely lifted the lid off of any self-limiting thoughts and beliefs and what I could do with in the sports arena and field by doing this Ironman triathlon a few years back, I just realized that the sky's the limit and it's not something that's just for me. It's for everybody. Ah, did you hear that, ladies? The sky is the freaking limit, and uh, and Cindy has mastered that. And I feel that when you can unlock that mindset of like the sky is truly the limit, like anything is possible. Man, you make crap happen, and and things open up for you, right? So it's so good. So you like you're not just help people. On I always say she's an amazing doctor by day and a transformational health coach by night, helping women on all levels and in all walks of life. But it all starts typically from some story, right? Some story, some epiphany that you had all on your own. So tell me about a time in your life where you literally had to boss up. Like you were like, I'm either here or I'm here. And here it might not get me to where I want to go. So I'm going to have to go in this path. Tell me about a time that was just super impactful for you. Well, I feel like it was just a few months ago, kind of back in October. You know, I've been wanting to, um, I am the Dr. Stark by day. And then by night, I am the real Dr. Cindy, yeah. transformational health coach, you know. <laughs> and I just Love can it. tell that uh, I've been trying for two years to build this business and something was holding me back. And so when um, coronavirus happened, I said, you know, I have a lot of time on my hands to sit here and think, what is holding me back? Is there something in my mind that's holding me back from um, just believing in myself and believing that I can do this. And so I just started this really deep, painful, um, I mean, I don't want to turn people off by saying it's painful, but you know, it's hard to look at yourself, Carissa, and just be really objective on your childhood and what you've been bringing to the table and to your marriage for the past couple of decades and to your kids. And I just did a lot of just self-exploration and trauma release. And I just feel like it, I just, identified everything that was holding me back and I just busted through all of that mm -hmm. and now I always say that was Cindy 1.0 the version of just like you're just like a, a creature of habits and then then 2.0 is when you realize what you want but then 3.0 is when you actually just re just release all the limiting beliefs and just start going after it and stop mm -hmm. being held back by your own shackles yeah Girl, I and I have got to at least witness 2.0. I'm sure 2.1. We are our worst critics. I'm sure she was a badass too. Um, because more than likely 2.1 was the doctor, Cindy, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of this, this life, we, you mentioned three decades of practicing medicine. So mm -hmm. I know a little bit about your story, just a little bit about how no one in your family really bossed up and did anything like what you've really overcome and accomplished. And I know that that's so hard to break the chain, right? Of coming from a family who has not made, like, there's not a ton of like high education in mine either, yet we boss up and we do the damn thing and, and we do things that are challenging to us. So how did you become a doctor when no one else in your family had ever gone to college? What were some of the challenges that you faced along this journey? 
You know, I was um, dating a guy at the time who's my husband now. I was 15 and everybody in his family went to college. And so I just, I kind of was hanging around someone who everybody went to college. And so, you know, his dad just said, where are you going to go to college? I'm like, I thought the question was, are you going to go to college? But he, that was assumed. And he just said, where are you going? And so I just started looking for colleges and, and, you know, my husband, Steve, and I ended up going to the same college, University of Georgia. And everybody just didn't really know exactly where I came from because no one in my family does do that, not on my mom's side or my dad's side of the family. But there, it was one thing to go to college, Carissa, but I really felt like when I really felt like a fish out of the water was when I ended up going to medical school and graduate school yeah. because I just... Um, you know, this opportunity fell in my lap of getting a scholarship to this thing called MD, PhD, medical scientist training program. And so after high school and then after college, then I I started over 12 more years at that point and no one could believe it. And I just, I just, I just developed this beginner's attitude. I wanted to quit every other year. I probably quit about seven times, but I just, I only quit for a few hours over one night and I just got up the next day and just did it again. I did it scared. And I was telling my son last night, I was, we were going over your interview questions. And I said, do you want to know what was the weirdest thing, Wyatt? I said, when I, when your mom started uh, medical school, I was the only, uh, white Christian woman like I was such a minority and where I had gone to high school this little tiny school in South Atlanta everybody was my race and my religion and now it's just around all these other nationalities and all these other religions and I said so I just decided if you can't beat them join them and so um I started myself a multicultural dinner like we traveled to different houses and I made chicken and dumplings and fried okra. And then like uh, the Jewish people invited me to their Seder meal. And then like the Korean people had me over there for bulgogi. And we just, we kind of bonded over food. Uh, and it, I don't know. I just, I just said, I'm, I'm around all the Harvard grads and Dartmouth grads. And, you know, it was like everybody was the top of their college. And, mm -hmm. and now you were just at the bottom of the heap. I was so used to being at the top. And then I had become at the bottom. And I just, I just had to rise to the occasion and we just, I don't know, it was thinking back onto it, it, it must've been really challenging, but I just kind of got creative and we just bonded in other ways. And I just realized I am one of these people and I'm just going to do what they do, you know, and a rising tide kind of raises all ships. And so I just did it. I did the thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love what you just said. Right. So I, I love finding keys to your own success. And if you haven't, you know, <laughs> right, I'm always like, okay, that is the key for your success. So what I heard there is that, you know, you may not have believed that you were this doctor yet or that you were going to study, like it was hard, right? But one of your keys, and there were so many, I'm sure, but one specifically that I heard is that I had, I, we started surrounding ourselves with each other, you know, mm -hmm. like. I find that you, even as a coach now, how many coaches do you talk to on an everyday basis? How many? 20. Yeah, right? I mean, I always say, if you want to be healthy, hang out with healthy people. If you want to be a millionaire, hang out with millionaires. Like yes. you need to put in your tribe, put in your circle of influence, that, you know, five people that are going to help you when you're feeling down and, and you know, and vice versa. It's not just about them helping you. It's you're inspiring them. And so that sounds like it was a good key to your success. Yeah. I know I'm going off question here, but I am curious because seven times, that's a lot to say, I'm done. I'm over it. 
I know many of our listeners are entrepreneurs. And if you're an entrepreneur, you know that we've hit rock bottom every, you know, every mm-hmm. once in a while. We're like, why am I doing this to myself? I got into <laughs> business for flexibility and freedom. And now I'm just a slave to my own business. <laughs> so how would be, how would one person hit the reset? That's what I like to call it, right? How did you hit the reset at that time? And say, you know what? I got to get up and I got to try it again. Well, back then, uh, I was in grad school when I quit the most. Medical school was kind of easy because it was just like, if you do A and B for four years, you're going to get C. Medical school is like a little train and we just kind of did it. But grad school, they're like, here's your experiment. Here's all, here's your research project. Here's all the experiments. Call me in seven years when you get your dissertation done or or call me in three. I mean, it was just so loosey-goosey kind of and um and so I don't know if this applies to a lot of people but I would just go to my higher ups and I would just tell them I'm really struggling and I had this really really wise he was called a PI he was like the principal investigator of my lab and he would actually um insist that I go take a break and so I remember the best break I ever took was a 10-day trip to Italy and I just said I'm done being a grad student. I'm done with all these experiments. I'm done with writing these articles and my dissertation. And I just, I just bolted to Italy for 10 days. And when I came back, my mindset was a lot better. And um, so I would just be really honest with myself, Carissa, and talk to other grad students at the time. And then also my boss, you know, and just tell them where I was and, and, and what I would do is take a break and just get, you know, no problem lasts for very long. Just give yourself a chance and sleep on it and then wake up with a better attitude the next day. Mm. That's what I remember doing. Yes. Well, and I'm just going to point them out because I heard them. So when you write your next book, girl, or you're teaching your process, I heard two more golden nuggets. So if you're listening, these are golden nuggets right here. Accept and ask for help. If you need it, there is no shame in asking like, hey, y'all, I am struggling here. I'm on the struggle bus. I need help, right? And his best then advice, if you didn't hear it, was to take a break, relax, step away from the overwhelm and the chaos, go do something fun, move your body, like get up and do stuff and then come back with a fresh, you know, mindset, yep. fresh, fresh energy. So yep. holy, I'm writing these down. Y'all, I'm going to put this in the, um, the show notes for sure. So she's been on an amazing journey, you guys. If you are just kind of catching in and you're like, what is she? Like, what's this episode all about? We are interviewing the amazing Dr. Cindy Starkey. She is not just a doctor, but she's also a coach, mother, wife, just like many of us wearing several hats. And she's doing the dang thing. So I thought, why not bring her up? She's a true boss up, babe. And we just got done hearing a little bit about her story. And before I get, and holy cow, and she gave us strategies at the beginning and she didn't even realize it. So she's that good, y'all. Um, but before we dive in to, you know, her, she's, she's an author, she's written a book, she has re- learned to release childhood trauma, she's overcome some of life's major successes. Um, but before we dive into her key to her success, Cindy, how can our listeners find you and, you know, you know, come to you and, and seek out information if they need your help? 
Okay, thank you. Um, I'm most active on Facebook, and it's just Cindy Stark, and um, C-I-N-D-Y Stark, S-T-A-R-K-E, but on the web, I have a website called therealdrcindy.com, and there is really the best way to kind of get into my community, where I send out emails at least once a week, and it's um, a little button that says reserve my pass, and I've really just digested it down to a little tiny 30 minute video of what I do for my clients. And that's where the best way they can find me. Beautiful. And what was the that real really Dr. quickly? Cindy. The real, you know, y'all, that's a true buzz, right? <laughs> the real Dr. Cindy is in the house. We've got the real one, not the fake one, not the, the imposter. The real one, people. Uh, I love it. So like a true boss, I love it. Um, you're very much, we, we always, I always say things like, you're my soul sister, right? We, yeah. we connect on so many different levels. Yes. And when I realized that you are an author too, I'm like, just another thing for us to connect um, to. Y'all know that I co-authored a book called Women Who Boss Up um, last year. And then this year I was just interviewed and did another co-authored book called Expert Profiles. But Cindy is also an author. So <laughs> she wrote a book called From Fear to Failure to the Finish Line. And tell me a little bit about that book and where they can find it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make this story really short because I do want to tell a little bit about what the book is about. So um, a few years ago at 45, I decided to really prove to myself what I was capable of doing. And so I decided to um, attempt an Ironman triathlon, which is um, historically the most difficult one day sporting event worldwide. It takes 17 hours to complete. And um, it, it, I had to write it down, Carissa, because I, I was a one and done. I did it once and I never did it again. Um, <laughs> so it was a 2.4 mile ocean swim. Took me about two hours. It was a 112 mile bike ride. Took me about eight hours. And then that was ended by a marathon, 26.2 mile run. The only thing I knew how to do at the time was freaking run. I didn't even know how to swim or bike, like, you know, ocean swimming and eight hours on a bike. I mean, I can bike, you know, down the street, but eight hours. So yeah. I had to train from the ground up. I spent two, two years training and the book is about from fear and failure because my first um, finish line. I didn't cross the finish line. I got disqualified. Mm. I, I was biking too slowly to, to go to the finish line and the transition from bike in to the running beginning. I was biking too slowly to make it. So they pulled me off the course. And I had been the type of doctor and triathlete that I was like posting it everywhere in the hospital and <laughs> the clinic. I was on all the radio stations and all the newspapers. And so it was a very public failure. And it devastated me. And I uh, wrote a book about it because what happened is I decided my story was not going to end with a failure. And I said, damn it, you're going to repeat that training and you're going to, you're going to find another one that you're going to cross the finish line. And so I just had finished and, and I started it all over again and found another triathlon, another Ironman, um, just eight weeks later. So I repeated the worst eight weeks all over again. And then I did, I did finish it. I finished it in exactly 17 hours, wrote a book to tell about it because I don't want people to think that just because you're fearful and just because you fail at something, don't let that be your story. Cross it to the finish line, pick yourself up and try again and just repeat it. And uh, the whole book is about just finding people to help you and then to support you because I was trying to do it a little bit on my own. And so all these people just came out of the woodwork to help me. And um, I just don't want anyone to ever think that failure defines them. So that's what the book's about. 
and you can find it on Amazon. I'm a self-published author. It's on, um, so I got it on uh, electronic, you know, the ebook, the Kindle mm-hmm. thing, paperback, and then Audible. So anyway, it. yeah, I it's a really it. good book. <laughs> Failure is not the end, right? Uh-uh. If you can just take that approach and like sprinkle that magic across every area in your life, right? Because as a business owner, as a doctor, I'm sure you've, you know, made mistakes. And what would, what would we do if we stopped at the first failure? I mean, we would have never rode a bike. We would have never cooked a meal, like after the first one burned. Like we don't, so many people allow failure to hold them back, to keep them back and fear, like it can paralyze you or you can turn that fear and failure and turn it into power and you did it. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So there you have it. You guys, you can pick up a copy of from fear to failure on Amazon. I checked it out. Um, so affordable. So if you can't afford that, like, let me know. And, um, and, and we'll get you in touch with Cindy because her, like the magic I'm sure she put in her book is the same amount of magic that she probably puts into working with her clients and working with her patients. Um, yeah. So I, I love that. Um, so how can women, I'm really curious, because when you say I have learned how to kind of overcome some childhood trauma, I find that we all have it. The beautiful part about trauma and once you start sharing your story is that every woman can start to relate. Every woman can start to raise a hand. Um, the other, like a couple of weeks ago, I spoke about my my teenage years and how I was just in a super abusive, toxic relationship. And just women will come out the word like, Oh my God, you're so brave. Like I went through the same thing. And when, when we realize that that stuff, just like failure doesn't really define us, but how can you truly overcome some of those traumas? And I just, with time, I want your one golden nugget. Cause I know you've had some coaching around this. Yes. Coaches get coaches people. We all have them. <laughs> you should get a coach if you don't already. Um, but how, what was your biggest thing that you learned so that you could overcome some childhood trauma? Well, I'll tell you, um, I sought out some help because I knew that I was holding myself back. And, you know, um, I do just want to go back a little bit when I was, um, a kid, 14 years old to be exact. Um, uh, there was some inappropriate sexual behavior, some drugs and some alcohol in my house. I had older siblings and they had lots of friends Mm -hmm. and I was 14 and, I, um, you know, I kept thinking that that's what the trauma was from, but really it's kind of like what all that happened to me as a child is what I let it mean for me is that I was unlovable and unworthy to be protected against that kind of crap. And I carried it into my adulthood, Carissa, and I, I just let it, I let it, it wasn't any fault of mine. It was just my subconscious mind and what the trauma had done to it. And I let it really wreaked some havoc on my life for almost three decades, but specifically in my marriage and hurt people, hurt people. So I I hurt some of the people that were the most important to me. And so I sought out um, the care of a woman to specifically release trauma and rewire your brain so that you just don't have the negative effects of any of that in this part of your brain called the reticular activated system. And I actually became certified to help other people release trauma because I feel like that is one thing that sets me apart from every other doctor, from every other coach, from every other people that do NLP, you have to rewire that subconscious mind so that all this stuff we're putting in our conscious thinking mind sticks. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it takes six weeks 
and you just go through the trauma one by one. You do it private. It's between you and God. And you just, you, you heal from it and you rewire everything. You cut cords, you resource your inner children. And it's a tried and true method. And I'm so happy that I'm, I'm getting certified in it right now. I'll be finished in about four weeks. And um, so, yeah, that's how you do it. You have to follow this thing. It's called inner child matrix therapies. Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of scary y'all, but when you work with a professional, like once Cindy's fully certified in that, once you work with a professional, it's like the Dr. Cindy doesn't just open you up and operate you and send you home, (laughs) right? She has to put you back together and she helps you come back and feel whole. And, and, um, so amazing. Such amazing work. I know so many women really do experience tons of trauma and trauma isn't as crazy. It doesn't have to be abusive. It doesn't have to be sexual. It could be just anything you made it to be as a child, as a baby, as a, you know, a a fetus in a womb, like we can experience those, those traumas at the earliest age of that. So it could be a mean baseball coach (laughs) or a bad boss. I know it could be. Yeah. And so many people have, I think relived these traumas or stuff has come up during COVID, right? They've now been alone. They've been with partners. They haven't. Um, I know I saw this a lot, you know, where, where women were binge eating now and they haven't binged eaten forever. So, so many, so many things. Um, (laughs) listen, Cindy, I could just continue this amazing conversation on. Um, So the biggest key to your success with overcoming, you know, childhood trauma is really to seek help if you have it. Yes. Um, Don't go it alone. Right. You don't don't have it alone. And that proven system has shown up in your life a hundred bazillion times, right? Don't go it alone. (laughs) Best piece of advice there. So um, if you're listening, y'all, if you're listening to today's show and you are in a place of struggle, I want to encourage you to boss up and reach out to Dr. Cindy or myself. Um, You know, she helps um, women really live their best lives and thrive where I help purpose-driven women not just lose weight and double their energy, but to feel sexy and confident in their bodies (laughs) without the dieting, without the excessive cardio and all the guilt motivation that we've been taught to use to get us just to go to the gym and eat certain foods. So if you're looking to boss up and get healthy, I want to encourage you to go to 365dailyhustle.com. I have a free training video as well over there that can really help you hit the reset and boss up in your life. Uh, ladies, boss babe, queens and mamas, doctors <laughs> and coaches, whoever is listening today, I hope that you enjoyed today's boss up babe story her tips, her expert advice. It is brilliant stuff, y'all. That was gold dust. She just like sprinkled all over. And in case you missed any part of today's episode, you can head over to your favorite listening platform, you know, iTunes. Thank you for listening to the Boss Up Babe radio show with Carissa Adkins, bringing you tangible tips and expert coaching advice to help you boss up and get healthy. Tune in every second and fourth Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com for interviews with industry leaders and powerhouse boss babes that will empower you to take action and live your best life. If you're ready to boss up and work with Carissa in one of her transformative group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com.